welcome to another episode of The Room Podcast, brought to you by NewEnglandMMA.org. Please follow, share, and enjoy the show, starting right now. Joining me in the room podcast for the first time to talk about his huge amateur middleweight title fight for Neff at Neff 54, fight at the opera, is my buddy, Brett Martin. What's up, my man? First time on this show. Welcome, bro. Hey, good to be here. I know we've talked a bunch at the fights, but it's good to uh, hop on the show. Yeah, definitely always see you in the back room uh, with some training partners who have been fighting on cards. And you did tell me someday I'll be chatting with you, Steve, uh, you know, getting ready for fights and all that. Here we are, man. You haven't uh, stepped in the cage for almost a year. So let's get to that, man. Your last fight um, was at Neff, of course, uh, you know, last September. Um, what was the layoff? What, what's been going on in last year for you? Yeah, yeah. So life kind of caught up uh, all at once in the last year. Uh, I was pretty actively looking for uh, some competitions in the meantime, and stuff was just kind of falling through. Had some health stuff. I actually got diagnosed with something like similar to celiacs. Uh, and so that kind of like threw my weight a little off for a few months while I was trying to figure out, you know, how to eat without having gluten, which was a whole new <laughs> methodology there. Um, as well as, uh, you know, I'm building a house. I started my own business and my fiance uh, competes as well. So we're trying to balance that. So um, someone's always available to take care of, you know, the animals and like the house and stuff like that as well. So uh, kind of just been hecticness that, that delayed it, but I'm super excited to be getting back in there. It's long overdue. So. Excellent. Well, you mentioned the gluten-free uh, lifestyle. Now, uh, you know, looking at a lot of people out there, man, that's that's a big thing nowadays. So I'm sure you found the resources and the information uh, to get you going, man. How's all that going? How's the diet nowadays? Oh, yeah. It's like like you said, the, the resources for it are so much better now. Um, I can't imagine, you know, going back even 10 years ago, having to kind of adapt to that diet because uh, there's just so many replacements for regular stuff now. I can go to a restaurant you know, and get a sandwich and, and not have to worry about them not having an option for me. Um, and so really just kind of like being cognizant and not being afraid to like speak up uh, in order to request that stuff um, has been really the only issue with it. But, uh, you know, the longer that you are without gluten, the more your body reacts heavily to it, which I learned the hard way. <laughs> so uh, when when I actually got the wrong order and I like gained oh. 10 pounds overnight and it just like swelled right up and it was uh, not ideal, but it's gotten easier and easier as the time's gone. So excellent. Uh, well, good for you, man, man. Well, you are back. When did you uh, when what was the timeline when uh, you, you know, you were saying to myself, hey, I'm ready. I can train for a fight. When when did that happen? Yeah, so uh, I actually was going to be looking to try to get on this pass card, but I actually had the, the two weddings that I had this year. I was actually out in Chicago during the last card, um, and that's actually when they presented the name of Lee to me. Um, and I was like, hey, I love the matchup. I think it's a really, really fun fight, um, but I'm just not available. I'm not even going to be around. So um, it was actually while I was at that wedding that we confirmed it for this card. And so I, there's a picture on my Instagram of me eating this giant plate of food. It's like my, <laughs> my last meal uh, of like really, really cheating. Um, but yeah, so, so we had like exactly eight weeks uh, out, which was perfect. So. Awesome. 
Awesome. Well, how's it feel, man? I mean, it. I I know you've been training, uh, you know, for the last year. Even going through this, I'm sure you you're getting your rounds in there somewhere. But you know, how's it feel to be back into a training camp, getting ready for a fight? Oh, it's it's a different vibe, you know. And like, uh, and I, I sometimes have to have to talk with teammates and stuff too, because you know, like I'm I'm a pretty mellow guy. Like I train hard, but you know, I'm not you know I'm not on a kill switch all the time, and so. Uh, you know, suddenly we're in camp and and I'm kind of flipping that switch a little bit more and pushing the pace a little bit harder. And I kind of have to like tell people sometimes I'm like, hey, like you gotta tell me if it's too much. Like you gotta you gotta communicate with me because like uh, like we're pushing for for a real fight right now. It's not just you know adapting skills at this point. Like we have eight weeks uh, to go for the kill. So uh, that communication is huge. But you know, like you said, I haven't stopped training in the whole year, even with my health stuff. Um, I'm in the gym, you know, at least six days a week. I'm just like, that's my pastime. That's my hobby. So, well, I know even when you're not getting yourself ready, you have training partners that are, you know, getting ready for fights. A lot of good stuff coming out of, you know, your gym. You got first class MMA. I know that's uh, a gym that uh, I'm familiar with. A lot of fighters coming on there. But, you know, where are you getting your other uh, work at gyms? And uh, talk a little bit about the training, training uh, partners and the rounds you're getting with uh, some guys around town. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, my other main gym is the Shea Institute uh, with John Panette. Um, actually, Ernesto will be in my corner for this fight as well as for Felipe's fight uh, on this card. Um, and so we kind of have that marriage. Uh, John Rao, our, our head coach, uh, fought out of both those gyms. Uh, as soon as he opened it, he was fighting out of both gyms. Um, and so like kind of getting back to those roots has been really good. Uh, the, the striking there is just absolutely phenomenal. Um, I, I visit Titan whenever I can. Um, I, I'm good friends with Ed Davis. Uh, and actually my last uh, opponent there, Brandon Oldenburg, uh, is over at that gym at this point as well. Um, and there's just a really good crew of guys there. Sorry, my dog might be hopping the frame here for a second. No, that's all right, man. I invite <laughs> but, animals. Yeah. I'm an animal lover, man. So the more the, more, the merrier. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, so so those have been like my main ones this camp, um, largely just because I've been so hectic with uh, additional work and stuff like that. But normally, I, I really like going out and visiting as many different places as I can. You know, I love going and visiting the guys at, at Karasu Tengu. Um, we're starting to try to develop a relationship uh, with Nostos. Uh, we've, we've been talking with them a bit and just timing wise has worked out. But, uh, you know, there's a, a big demand, I think, and I, I think I've heard you talk about it as well, but kind of like New England versus the world. Like, yeah, locally yeah. We're, we're against each other, but uh, when it goes to a bigger stage, you know, New England kind needs to back each other up and uh, push each other forward in order to, to make a statement on the big stage, um, which obviously we're all behind, you know, Grimard and Davis going into those fights uh, this week. And so... Um, yeah, no, it's it's been it's been a good camp. Not as much travel as I, I normally would like to do, but it's still been been really good looks. So excellent. Uh, well, you mentioned your fiance being in the fight business. Um, I do believe she's fought in the past. Grapples, uh, kickboxes. Uh, is she on this card? Like I know I've talked to you in the past about her behind the scenes, but what's going on with the fiance there? Yeah, yeah. So she's grappling on this card. Okay. Um, she had. I, I'm guessing it's probably either going to be like the very first bout of the night, but uh, um, she's going against. Uh, I, I forget the the girl's name that she's going against, but it's out of Evolution, I believe. Um, who's you know a, the girl's a really solid blue belt, probably about to be a purple belt. Competes a ton. Um, yeah, my fiance Alicia. She 
had a kickboxing bout last November against uh, Melissa Santos, who just debuted. And, oh, and tough, uh, tough yeah, girl, yeah, tough yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. She's a scrapper. Yeah. She's with you know Jake Peel's camp. Who's, yeah. like they're all they're all scrappers there. So, um, and she went to a split decision with her, and it was a really really fun fight. Um, and obviously any split decision especially being her, her number one supporter i'm going to be upset with i'm going to always think that she won but uh it, it was really good experience for her and now she gets the chance to get this grappling match in in the cage as well um and in the very near future you'll see her uh have an mma about so excellent my man i'll keep yeah. her i'll keep her in mind man uh, i'm sure uh, we'll chat down the road but let's get to this fight man you mentioned uh you know matt messaged you in about this name was the title in that conversation at first? Was that always, hey, I got a title fight for you? Or was it a name first and then uh, the kind of title came with it? Yeah, so it was more the name first. Um, I kind of initially was looking at it as a three-rounder. Um, I just kind of, and I'm very, this is how I am in general, but uh, I was kind of like, oh, I've been out for a year. Um, get one back and then, and then you know, come off that, that win and then try to go for the title. Um, but, you know, obviously Lee's kind of traveling a little ways too. And so like when we presented it to them, they were like, yeah, we want to be a five rounder. And so that's kind of when it developed into uh, the title shot, um, which, you know, I, I'm down for regardless. You know, I, I love the idea of a five round war. Um, I, I think longer fights, I'd love if fights were just unlimited rounds and just <laughs> go until someone gets finished. But uh you know, yeah, it's it's exciting. I think I think the five rounder is makes everything interesting. It changes the dynamics, um, how you come out versus like you know, there's a three round fight. It's you know, you can kind of push through it. Sometimes yeah. in that five round, the cardio starts to change really quick. So um, have to really change the approach to how I'm doing my cardio, how I'm uh, you know timing the explosiveness and stuff like that. So yeah. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. Like, uh, you know, there, there's definitely a difference between, uh, you know, getting ready for a five-round fight and a three-round fight. But you kind of explained that. But let's get to this opponent, man, uh, Lee McHugh. He's been busy in the last year. Like, he fights consistently, uh, kickboxing, yeah. grappling, has a bunch of, you know, he's, I, I do believe, what is he, uh, four and six and two or four and two? Or five and uh, two? He's five and two right five now. Five and two. Yeah. So he has yeah. much more experience than you as far as being in the cage and getting that work, man. Uh, seeing this guy, he was on your radio, radar, what excites you about him and what do you know about him as far as his work in the cage? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I actually get to see one of his fights back at uh, combat FC. I think it was the very first combat FC. Um, he was going against, I think, I think the guy's name is Fabio Alano. Uh, no, that's not, that's not right. Fabio Alano, I think is the U former UFC guy there, but he <laughs> was, it, going against a, a debut 185er um, who was super like legit grappler. He's black belt. Um, and so he was going against a debuter with, you know, having a bunch of fights. So he's taking a bunch of risk on himself. Cause like, you know, the challenger kind of can go in there and not have to stress about it. He used to go perform. Um, and he just came out the gates swinging, man. He was just <laughs> came across the cage and he just backed him up and was, was just throwing at him. Um, and then he just ended up getting kind of caught by a check hook Um and then uh, the black belt there was able to grab his arm on the ground. But like up until that point, he was just like throwing hammers and like just, just going after him. So, um, and that kind of seems to be his, his MO. He's, he's super athletic. He's, you know, I think he's like five eleven, but he's like a power lifter. Um, he's got purple belt. He's got some wrestling. So he's super well-rounded, which is what I am excited about. Cause 
I know that he's going to put me in spots that are probably going to make me have to like change up and really react quickly. Um, and I'm going to have to try to make him uncomfortable as well. Cause if I sit back and don't take the front foot, he's going to take advantage of it because he has the ability to do that. Um, and like you said, just tons of experience. He's very, very active. So um, really having to go out there and, you know, take the center and not be pushed over by, by the athleticism is going to be a huge part of it. And so, um, yeah, that, it really excited me when I, when I saw it, cause I was like, yeah, dude, he might, he might try to take it to me on the feet. He might try to take me to the ground and grind me out there and, and do some damage. Like there's a massive amount of possibilities of where the fight can go. And I think that's what makes it interesting. If you know, it's a one dimensional fight, it's like, okay, yeah. it is what it is, but you know, this fight could go anywhere, which I love. Yeah, so, definitely yeah. excitement for a fight back, man. And kudos to you for taking a title fight and uh, taking on a kid with a ton of experience, a, a winning record, and a guy that's, like, consistently getting in there. That's a great fight for you. It's the Amazons, brother. You mentioned, you know, beating each other up in New England, but, you know, supporting yourselves out of here. He's coming into your backyard, though, bro. Um, he has never fought for Neff. You've had, yeah. you know, all your fights, you know, only three, but still, you know, you have training partners. They just fight at Neff, and you are part of the Neff family, man. What, what are you thinking as far as being that home crowd, and uh, how you think they're gonna? I've been at Neff fights, man. I know how the crowd is there, dude. It's it's a different crowd, and they very they really support their fighters, uh, tooth and nail. What are you expecting uh, the the welcoming for uh, Lee to be like when he uh, steps foot into that cage? Yeah, well, I'm hoping, uh, like, as you know, I'm, I'm big on on the martial arts respect aspect of the sport. Um, and I think a lot of the people who follow me uh, are, are bringing that as well, because I'm not I'm not, you know, a supporter of anyone who's going to, you know, be talking trash to, to my opponent unless like there's a legitimate issue, which clearly there hasn't been leading up to this. Um, yeah, so I, I think it's good to have that support from my fans and stuff like that and my friends and family. Um, but uh, I, my one of my training partners, Dalton, he always says, like, I would much rather have it just like we sign the paper and just go into a cage and not have to worry about any of the the uh, prep, just go in and perform. Because um, at the end of the day, once you get in there, a lot of times everything else gets blacked out. Yeah. You, hopefully you can hear your coaches. Hopefully you can, you know, be thinking on the fly. But, uh, you know, before I might hear hear the fans and after I might hear the fans, but like while we're in there, you know, I kind of just black out and I kind of just am, am locked in the whole time. So, uh, yeah, it, it'll be cool. Uh, I think it's fun to be the bad guy a lot of times <laughs> going into someone else's backyard, like you were saying. So he, I bet he's going to embrace the role and come and, you know, take the title from the, the hometown guy. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm here to try to defend my turf as well. So. Excellent, my man. Well, a couple more questions here. Um, you know, this is your third fight for Neff. Uh, you seem like, you know, you're ready to get, get it going. Uh, how how busy are you looking to stay? Are you looking to, I, I know, you, it looks like everything's going cool for you on the outside, yeah. business, house, fiance, animals. Uh, you got everything going on the outside. So you're going to be, you know, juggling a few things. You know, how busy are you looking to stay as far as, you know, this amateur career? And what's your ultimate goal leading into maybe 2024, you know, and yeah. maybe the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I, I think this is a huge kind of litmus test for where I'm at. Right. Like depending on how, how this fight goes, like obviously the goal is to go in and, and try to dominate. Right. Um, but like seeing kind of, hopefully he's going to expose some holes that I need to know uh, that need to be filled in order to move forward. Right. So 
Um, I could, I would like to get, you know, somewhere between six and eight fights as an amateur before, uh, you know, turning pro, I would like to turn pro, um, in the, in the relatively near future. Um, but again, the only way to test that you're ready for that is by facing the best guys, uh, at the amateur level, which as you know, there's guys that are Amy's at the, at the top of the Amy division who are pros that just never turn, Yeah, you know, uh, there's some absolute monsters that, that are in the Amy division. So, um, and I think Lee's one of those guys. I think Lee is, he has all that experience. He's like 22 or 23 and has all this experience. Um, so he's going to be the, one of those guys that I get to go up against and really test to see where I'm at and challenge myself in every different area to see what we need to do to move forward. So, you know, if he puts me on my back and I, you know, I'm getting smothered there and can't get out, it's like, oh, oh geez, Brett needs to, you know, get his butt off the mat and do a little bit better doing that or like any other area that might come up. So, um, yeah, it, it's, it's a really, really important thing to test yourself in those different areas. And so hopefully finding out what happens from this fight will dictate the kind of opponent we want to move forward with and, and the kind of, uh, fighter that we will match up with to really challenge those other areas that are going to be needing development. So. Perfect, my man. Well, uh, last question before I let you give you shout outs, uh, any sponsors, social media, all that good stuff. Uh, what do we expect, what do we expect to see from Brett Martin at net 54, uh, challenging for that amateur middleweight title, my friend? Uh, I, I'm hoping for a war of attrition, you know, like I, I want it to be a, I don't want it to be a decision, but I would love, you know, like a three to five rounder where we're just, you know, battering each other and you know making it uh whoever has to go out on their shield and just someone has to wilt at some point i think those are the most entertaining i think those are the ones that you grow the most from um and so that's what i'm hoping to bring for myself as well as the audience so excellent my man well that's all the audience uh needs to hear and see my man to get them blowing up that that uh uh you know that roof last question before this you know I, yeah, yeah. uh it's at the merrill auditorium in portland have yeah. you ever fought and fought there i haven't so i've been there to see the fights the first time they went there um my buddy felipe um he had fought hannon uh sanford uh i think that was like his third fight at the time um, and I think that was one of the very first cards I actually went to because um, I had started training, I think, maybe six months to a year before then. Um, there was a card in Bangor that I went up to see, and then I had gone to the Merrill Auditorium one. And so I loved, as a spectator, the venue because it's just so open and there's, like, just tons of space there. Um, and that's kind of what I'm excited for being in the cage as well because, like, I, I fought at Aura. I <laughs> fought in Bangor and I fought, uh, at the double tree there with combat zone. Um, and the openness of the double tree, I was a really, really big fan of, uh, cause like you can kind of just see out and Bangor was like that too, or just felt claustrophobic for me. It was yeah. kind of like, you could feel, you could you know, smell the breath of the people. It's like, it's like a, it's like so, a title title yeah. wave coming over you. Like people, yeah. they're hovering on you and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very gladiatorial, which I thought was cool because it kind of embraced the, the, the fight sport. But uh, I, I think Merrill Auditorium is a really cool venue, especially with the amount of the quality of fights they have lined yeah. up for this card. I, I think it's a perfect venue for it. Excellent, my man. Well, it's going to be a great event grappling your fiance will be there there's some boxing involved 
And yep. of course, some great, great MMA uh, pro prospects and uh, great fights they're putting on pro amateur. So with that said, man, congratulations on, uh, you know, getting back in that cage and, and having a huge fight as that first fight back. You're taking no shortcuts. You're taking on a, a, a proven fighter here, uh, a, a guy that's going to bring it to you. We can't wait to watch it. So with that said, Brett, uh, last thing, shout outs, uh, sponsors. Social media, and I'll let you get back, man. Is uh, you know, a couple, yeah. you know, less than a couple of weeks before you make that walk. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, like we were saying, my my social for for Instagram is <laughs> at Grumpy Kitten and Moose. Uh, that, that's my nickname growing up was Moose, and uh, my fiance we always called Grumpy Kitten. So, uh, yeah, I got the I got the Moose Moose going here too <laughs> and stuff. So it's been been part of it, but. Uh, uh, yeah, obviously, I, anyone who wants to add me on Facebook, it's just Brett Martin. There's a fight, picture of me with my eye all swollen up for my second fight, so it's it's pretty uh, easy to tell who it is. Um, yeah, sponsors. I, I had a boatload of sponsors for this one. I'm gonna be posting some stuff on my on my socials there, thanking them in the in the next uh, week here. Um, but yeah, no, there's a big shout out to my main gyms there, First Class MMA and Shea Institute for uh, you know all the blood and sweat they put into me. So. Excellent, my man. Well, bro, it's been a pleasure getting a word with you on, you know, the other side of the mic. Uh, you know, it's great, man. Welcome back, man. And we'll definitely be watching. Uh, I'm not sure who which 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 of us are gonna be at the show, but I'll definitely be watching the stream if I'm not cage side. With so with that said, man, you have a great uh, lead up to the rest of this uh, training camp, and uh, we'll see you on. Uh, September 2nd, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah right. that's right. Yeah. There you go, my man. So uh, we'll talk soon, Brett, and thank you so Absolutely. much for the time, my man. No, no, my pleasure, Steve. No, it's been catching up. All right, my man. You take care. All right, man. Hey, take care.